how's it going? I hope that everyone's doing alright, but for me personally, I had to wait an extra week before putting this podcast episode out to sit on a few things (laughs) before recording. Contrary to what people might believe, I don't actually like to sit down when I'm having a full-blown fit of rage. (laughs) So I decided to wait before I did the episode and took the time to also do a poll on Instagram around the topic of essentially female safety, misogyny, all of the discourse that's been going on about women's experience going through life essentially (laughs) and for anyone that knows me they know that this is something that I do talk about quite frequently though it did only really come to my attention properly when I got to about college, university age so what you can expect of this episode is for me to essentially do a bit of a deep dive into my thoughts around all of the current discussions and also to dissect the results of the poll I did on Instagram. If that sounds useful or interesting then stick around. Let's get into it. So for a bit of background context, in case you aren't aware why this discussion has kind of been in the mainstream recently, a couple of weeks ago now a woman named Sarah Everard went missing and as the investigation went on she was presumed dead at the hands of a police officer allegedly. And the reason these discussions came about was that when her disappearance was first discussed in the media, there was a lot of comments on social media about the fact that she was walking by herself late at night. And this ignited, understandably, a lot of fury from women because... And this is no fault to men, specifically. But I think a lot of women are aware that men don't have a fucking clue. (laughs) The steps that women take just to feel safer, not safe, right? Because maybe just from personal experience here, there are a lot of situations in my life where I don't think I'll ever fully feel safe. And I think that's a combination of just conditioning and just general life experience because we grow to expect this kind of response as women that when things like this happen the first question on the lips of every man on twitter and facebook is why was she out that late at night by herself why didn't she call a taxi what was she wearing why weren't friends with her and people don't really associate that with victim blaming but it is in the crimes against women are one of the only crimes where the victim is put on trial just as much if not more so than the perpetrator and quite frankly I think that's a fucking joke (laughs) 
And the reason that I, I feel the need sometimes to step back from these discussions is because it's just so frustrating to me. Because this isn't just a, an overreaction. So many women share the same experiences and have had the same experiences growing up. Which is why I thought of doing a poll on Instagram, which was actually pretty well responded to. Um, and the first question was just one that, the first one that came to my mind given why the discussions were taking place, which is, have you ever felt unsafe walking by yourself at any time of day? And 93% said yes and 7% said never. And I'd, (laughs) I'd like to just put out there that Obviously, these are quite reductive questions because the thing is, asking someone if they felt safe, safety is very subjective. There are a lot of women who will kind of resent the idea of having to feel unsafe because they are a woman out walking by themselves, that they would say they never feel unsafe because they don't want to, and I completely understand that. But, you know, just a disclaimer, I'm aware that the questions are like quite small in scope for the topic at hand but as far as the actual results of it go personally I'm not surprised because I think that from a young age women are kind of told text me when you leave text me when you're there go out with friends you know don't walk by yourself get a taxi don't get public transport even though like maybe it's just me but being in a taxi by myself gives me the heebie-jeebies more than being on the bus by myself. (laughs) Now I know that that might be because I've gotten on the bus drunk more than once and also commuted to university for three years so yeah the thought of just being in a taxi with just one other person is just probably worse to me but moving on from my own weird subjective preference. (laughs) 93% saying yes was not surprising to me in the least and additionally alongside my point about kind of being conditioned growing up to think that way my next question was were you taught growing up that you should modify your outfits mode of transport or behavior when going out and 86% said yes and 14% said no and Again, for me, it's it's like I'd like to acknowledge that I'm not demonising parents, specifically mothers, for bringing up the daughters and saying these things. I can understand because whilst we would all ideally like to live in a society where women can go out wearing what they want, speaking to who they want to speak to without feeling fear of being honest or just walking through life expecting that they will at some point be the victim of a crime is sadly just not realistic. uh, (laughs) I am a bit of an idealist myself but I can understand why you raised a, a daughter that way but it is interesting that, you know, 14% of people said no because I do wonder if I had a daughter, would I want to teach her that she has to change the way she dresses because it implies that, 
she would share some of the blame if something were to happen to her. Which is why talking about this kind of thing is important because I don't think we think about it enough. Like, at all. Now, the next one, I already banked on the results being 100% yes. And I, as usual, was correct. (laughs) So, the next question that I asked people on Instagram was, have you ever told a friend to text you when they get home? This isn't really something that ever crossed my mind until a couple of years ago, really. And I know that with my friends, I do it and they do it with me. Text me once you're in. Even if you've been on in the same taxi on the way home, we will still say, text me when you're in. Text me when you're home, especially to the last person in the taxi. So the fact that 100% of the people who responded to this said yes, I wasn't surprised. But it does just make you think, doesn't it? It's so subconscious for us all to do that, that... We don't even really acknowledge why we feel compelled to do it. Or maybe that's just me. And I followed up the question about telling a friend to text you when they get home with, if yes to the previous question, is it a frequent occurrence? 86% said yes and 14% said no. Now, with the wording of this question, I can't tell if it's pretty useless given the fact that we're all, you know, lockdown at the minute but obviously people won't be answering based on that I'd like to assume I'll give you all a little bit more credit than that but I think I think it depends as well on the type of relationship you have with your friends whether this would be a frequent occurrence I think some people might be likely to do it in one friendship group and then not in the other so in terms of dissecting those results, I really don't know what to say beyond the fact that yes, for most people it is a frequent occurrence, and for those that it's not, it's probably just because it varies from group to group. Have you ever been in a situation where you've altered your route home or walking speed because you think you're being followed? 87% said yes and 13 said no. Now, I've done this a couple of times because... I've been sat on the bus minding my own business when men have sat next to me on an otherwise empty bus and started asking me questions about how old I am, where I'm going and I've thought, if I get off at the stop I'm meant to get off now and he gets off as well, he'll know roundabouts where I live. And I know that there are a lot of people out there, and by people, I mean men, (laughs) who would say that that's dramatic, but it's really not, and this has happened more than once where I, I know that instantly the feeling of somebody being close walking behind me, and it sets me on edge enough to feel like, well, maybe I should speed up or slow down to see if they walk past me. I mean, I've joked about it before, when cars slow down near me, I'm like, good luck getting my fat ass into a van and fucking driving off. But it is this ingrained sense of, well, I have to do something just to validate either that I am just being paranoid or to see if something is up. Because 
the vibe I've gotten off of some of the men that have tried to speak to me on public transport on nights out and I'm just thinking if I don't quickly change where I'm going they're gonna follow me and that's not a stretch because it has happened before especially when alcohol is involved and men are just like oh where's the next place you're going to and it's like wherever you're not going pal okay wherever you're not going and I would assume that will be anywhere that has drinks that cost over three quid so we will not be going back to venue or to 42s no offense to anyone that goes there but what a shithole <laughs> and yes I'm saying this to somebody who does frequently go to the southern letters but that's a different debate entirely <laughs> The next one was interesting. So I asked, have you ever changed an outfit you intended to wear due to a societal pressure that it's inappropriate? 57% said yes and 43% said no. So it's probably the most even split in answers that we've had so far. And I think that that's because women are kind of moving towards and have been for a while this idea that I shouldn't have to change what I'm wearing in order to one feel safer and two have people not say that I deserved it if something happened to me because I think right I'm just gonna comment out now women don't wear clothes specifically to show themselves off to men right and if they do, it's the odd occasion. But I can guarantee you, women putting on a low-cut top or shorts or a dress, it ain't for you, pal. You're not going to compliment her the way she wants to be complimented half the time. It's the same with makeup. You don't know how much money's gone into this, but another woman does. Like, <laughs> when men say, well, she wasn't expecting me to look at her face because she was wearing a low-cut top and it's like, are you an actual Neanderthal-like? It's a pair of boobs, mate. Are you grown? Apparently not. But I can see why this will be split because it is a sense of agency involved. Clothing is... It's a big thing to how we express our individuality, which is why I think so many people don't want that to be altered by a sense of pressure to conform to what a woman should wear. Because this debate has been going on for as long as fucking time, right? The length of women's dresses a couple of centuries ago, you know, corsets and the dresses in the 1920s, the flappers' dresses that were so much shorter. Men always want to give an opinion on women's clothes and why they should change them and in the same breath demonise women who don't care enough about their appearance. So yeah, I can see why that one will be split down the middle. <laughs> the next question was, have you ever felt scared telling a man you aren't interested in him when you've been approached? Now, this is the first one where more people said no than yes. So, 64% said no and 36% said yes. And I'm on the fence about this one 
because I think the I'm far more vocal with it than I used to be when men approach me and I'm just you know not interested but there has been a couple of occasions where I've been concerned about the potential for things to escalate and I've had to modify like the severity of my my response so to put that in a less academic sounding sentence that actually sounds like something I would say I've had to stop myself from just telling them to stop being fucking creepy and just said sorry not interested instead and you know what perhaps y'all who responded I'm glad that you don't feel scared telling a man you're not interested because you shouldn't have to be and it's sad that a lot of women do I mean I am the allocated friend that everybody says they're in a relationship with to stop men from speaking to them because (laughs) apparently the only way to get a man to shut the fuck up talking to you when you're not interested is to say you've got a manly voice lesbian girlfriend fine by me happy to play the role yeah (laughs) have you ever been told you're overreacting when taking precautions such as the ones mentioned in previous questions 46% said yes 54% said no now when I've spoken to other women about this I get instant agreement but from what I've seen online there's I wouldn't say that all men then here we go hashtag not all men my point is this, I think there are a few men who've had things brought to their attention that they never considered before, who have gone, you know what, yeah, I know women that do this and I never considered why, and then there's those that say, this is fucking ridiculous, that's far too paranoid, and yeah, so I can kind of see why some people would say that they've never experienced someone saying they're overreacting, it's given that this conversation is more widespread in recent years especially after the me too movement but the final question i had and the one that i want to leave it on and for me it kind of it encapsulates one of the main issues i have with this conversation and it was when was the first time you felt sexualized and 57 percent said before the age of 15 and 43% said after the age of 15. Now, given that these categories are so broad, it's not necessarily helpful because if you say before 15, how many years of your life is that? And after 15 isn't helpful either, but there's only the two categories on Instagram polls, so that made it kind of difficult. I mean, my first experience of feeling sexualized was walking home from high school in year seven or eight I think in my PE kit after playing rounders <laughs> and having men shout of, out of the car now I'm in a blazer in a school PE kit with my school bag and I definitely did not look older than my age at all right and that was a continual thing the even when I worked in hospitality and I told men they would still try to make inappropriate remarks or when I'd stand outside and wait for a taxi men would stand with me and they'd say oh where are you going it's like well you know home with my parents do you want to hop in 
And every single time, I never felt, I never got the response of, oh shit, I'm sorry. They knew that I was young, but they didn't care. And that's the reason why so many women carry this, this sense of fear into adulthood, is because all you've known from a certain age onwards is that no matter what you do, what you're wearing, where you are, what time of day it is, there is a man out there that will make you feel as though you've spurred on unwanted advances or as though you've indicated that it's okay for them to come over to you and say things to you and it's not at all and it never should be. We shouldn't be raising girls to expect that they should be the victim of a crime nor should we be raising them to believe that if they don't do everything in their power to avoid it that it's their fault teach boys growing up that they need to treat women better and that women aren't objects they're not conquests the people and that no matter what they're wearing or how they look or act they've not asked for shit because if she was asking for it why couldn't you and really that's the that on that it might be hashtag not all men but it's nearly every fucking woman And if that isn't enough to make you reevaluate your shitty opinion on it, I don't know what to tell you, mate. (laughs) Maybe you need to have a word with your mum. But moving on from me becoming Dr. Phil, I hope that regardless of how heavy the past couple weeks might have been in terms of the media, we're all still doing well. And lockdown restrictions being lifted should hopefully be around the corner because Lord knows my hair needs doing. (laughs) so you have a good week and yeah stay safe and have a good one